This segment of the Cliff Notes Podcast is sponsored by the Maryville Forum Sports Section. The Maryville Forum provides coverage of the Maryville, Platte Valley, Nottoway Valley, Worth County, and Northwest Missouri State football teams each week in print and digital. The Forum is proud to cover all sports for Maryville, Platte Valley, North Nottoway, Northeast Nottoway, Nottoway Valley High Schools, and Northwest Missouri State University. A year-long subscription to the Forum is only $35. Go to MaryvilleForum.com to get yours today. Coming up on the Cliff Notes Podcast Week 8 pregame show, St. Pius X and Lafayette lock up in St. Joe with MEC conference implications on the line. Plus, the Highway 71 showdown returns for the 2021 version As Maryville takes on Savannah, we'll preview that game and so much more on the Cliff Notes Podcast Week 8 pregame show. And welcome everybody here to the Cliff Notes Podcast. I am your host, Clifton Grooms. I cannot believe it is Week 8 already. We are getting to the tail end of the regular season. Just two regular season weeks left before we head into district play. We're going to run down the scores from week seven real quick, and then we'll head into week eight. Lee Summit was able to get a 56-14 victory over Central. Lafayette runs their record to 6-1 on the season with a 32-10 win over Lafayette. St. Pius X, also 6-1 on the regular season. They beat Benton 63-7. Chillicothe in against Savannah. Hornets was able to win that one 19-13 was the final score. And then a game that came literally down to the last possession. Lincoln College Prep edges Maryville 27-26 in a non-conference game. That is scores for Week 7. We will preview Week 8 after this quick commercial break. You're listening to the Cliff Notes Podcast Week 8 pregame show. And welcome everybody back to the Week 8 pregame show here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. The first thing we're going to do before we're down this week's MEC schedule is we're going to take our first look at the MEC standings for 2021 so far. With a 4-0 record in the league, Lafayette and St. Pius X are tied with that with a 4-0 mark in the league, 6-1 overall. Those two teams will match up this week. We will preview that game here in just a minute. Maryville also live in the conference championship discussion. They are 3-1 and 3-4 overall. Savannah's 2-2. Two they are 3-4 overall. Chillicothe, 2-3 in the league, 4-3 overall. While Benton is 0-4, 1-6 overall. And the Cameron is 0-5, 1-6 overall. Now the schedule for Week 8 the MEC, we will kick it off talking about St. Pius X going on the road to Lafayette to take on the Fighting Irish with MEC conference implications. The way of this game could very well control their own destiny heading into week nine and the possibility of clinching a conference championship. The loser will need some help as Lafayette next week has Maryville, St. Pius has Savannah. So the winner of that game will be in the driver's seat. The loser of that game will definitely need some help there in the conference. I expect some offensive fireworks in this game. I think this game could very well be a shootout. I think these are two of the best offenses you'll see around. Uh, there's talent on the skill positions. Uh, there's talent on the lines. There's just talent everywhere with both these teams. I'm definitely looking forward 
to being at the house in Scott at Scott Marriott Field Alumni Stadium. We had an opportunity to talk to both head coaches about this huge matchup, and we're gonna kick that off at a conversation for the first time this season with St. Pius the Tenth head coach Anthony Simone. And we're here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. We are continuing on here with our Week 8 pregame show. We are previewing the big game in St. Joe this Friday night as St. Pius X travels to Lafayette to take on the Fighting Irish with big MEC implications. We are here with the head coach of the Warriors, Anthony Simone, is back with us for the first time this season. Coach, how are you? Great. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great, Coach. I've been looking forward to this um conversation all week um you guys are six and one so far on the regular season um, coach um just give the, our listeners a little bit of an update on your guys season and um your thoughts on your team's performance so far uh well we got off to a really good start and um uh you know our guys have we've come a long way from the summer to where we are now but uh you know, we've played some tough teams. Naturally, that the MEC is a tough conference to be in. And, and uh, you know, we had some tough uh, tough non-con opponents. And, and it's been a great year. We've got a great group. We've got a lot of seniors returning, um, which is which is really nice in, in our second year here. And um, it's been a little bit smoother in the fact that they know what to expect from us uh, as a coaching staff. And, uh, and so we've, we're a little bit further ahead at this point than we were last year, I think. Uh, and, and it's just, it's been, it's been a good year. Well, coach, uh, I think six and one's a really good year for sure. So um, coach, uh, a couple weeks ago, you did, um, you did end up falling in a tough knockoff game to um, St. James Academy out of Kansas. Um, they're one of the top teams in 4A there, but you were able to rebound last week with a 63 to seven victory over Bitten in St. Joe of um, coach. Just um, walk us through that ball game. You know, Benton's a, it's a good football team. I know they're dealing with some injuries right now. And, and uh, so, you know, I, we're at that point in the season. We've been lucky enough to stay pretty healthy. And uh, so, you know, it, it was uh, – we were able to get out to a quick start in that first quarter. Our guys, uh, we were, you know, losing that game the, the previous week was a blessing from God uh, for us as a team and as a coaching staff uh, because, you know, you have – sometimes uh, you can tend to get complacent with success. And, you know, I'm not saying that we were there, but it was great for us to, to have that humbling experience and still be able to wake up and play the next day and have practice the next day. Because if it happens in a few weeks, uh, your season's over. So, you know, we were upset about the loss and, and, you know, we woke up the next day and I just thank God. And, and uh, we got back to work on Monday. So, that kind of sprung us forward into that week. We had a great week of practice, um, and, and uh, we were able to get off to a quick start against St. Joe and and uh, St. Joe Benton, and and uh, you know it was a it was a good good game. We had Robbie Sharp who kind of broke out and and had I think a five touchdown game, and you know it was good to see those guys come out and respond. Well, Coach, uh, this week it's a big one. Um, MEC uh, championship implications um, could very well be um, in this game. Uh, a second straight week, you're going to be coming to St. Joe, this time to take on the Lafayette Fighting Irish. Um, you guys are still undefeated in the MEC, as are they. Uh, Coach, um, what have you seen on film as far as the Irish, and um, what can we expect from this football game on Friday? 
Well, it's going to be a really good football game. They're a really good football team. They've got some studs. Um, you know, their their skill guys are about as good as you're going to see anywhere at any level. Um, Kingston Oliver can can play on any team in Kansas City and be the guy. Uh, he, he's just an elite talent. Um, and Saunders, the quarterback, I know he's banged up a little bit, but, you know, we're, we're expecting him to play. Um, but uh, he, he's, he is phenomenal, too. And all their receivers, their running back, their running back is really quick, uh, great runner. Their line does a good job. And then defensively, you know, they, they've, they've got some guys that can move out there as well. They're, they're good in the secondary there. And it's going to be one heck of a football game. And, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm just, just glad that we get the opportunity to play each other for in, a, in a big game like this and, and uh, with, with everything riding on it. And it, it's, uh, it's exciting for our guys. And I know it's exciting for both sides. So, but we're expecting a tough game. Uh, we're expecting a, a, a really good game that's going to be a battle for four quarters. Well, Coach, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I'll be in the house. I'm definitely looking forward to seeing great, two great football teams um, lock up. Um, Coach Simone, thank you so much for um, coming on the show and um, talking about your team. And um, I look forward to seeing you guys on Friday. Good luck to you guys um, the rest of the week in practice. And um, good luck to you guys against Lafayette. No, I appreciate it. Come up and say hi. I'd like to, you know, put a name to the face and, and uh, we'll, we'll chat it up a little bit. Absolutely. Looking forward to it, Coach. We'll talk to you then. All right. Thank you, sir. Down to St. Pius the 10th head coach, Anthony Simone, there on that interview. Like I mentioned, we talked to both head coaches, and that means we got to have our weekly conversation with the head coach of the Lafayette Fighting Irish. That would be Ryan Schroyer. We talked about last week's game against Cameron, the condition of his starting quarterback, Jaron Saunders, and a look ahead to this huge matchup with St. Pius. Here's our interview with Coach Ryan Schroyer right now. And we're here on the Cliff Dust Podcast. We are continuing on with our Week 8 pregame show. We are previewing the big game this week between St. Pius the 10th and Lafayette. And we are here with the head coach of the Fighting Irish, Ryan Schroyer, is with us. Coach, how are you? I'm great, Clifton. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. Um, coach, it's a big game in the MEC for MEC um, – for the NBC standings, we'll talk about that here in just a minute. But, um, Coach, last Friday night, your team picked up a 32-10 to victory over Cameron. An injury to Jaron Saunders opens up the opportunity for sophomore Jackson Compton to come in for his very first start and win his very first start. So, Coach, um, talk, about the, um, talk about the situation with um, Jaron and talk about um, the game and the performance of your sophomore quarterback. Sure. Um, yeah, uh, Jaron, he's a phenomenal player, a phenomenal leader. Um, he's a amazing asset to the team, whether he has his helmet and shoulder pads on or off. Um, he was, he was our quarterback's coach this, um, you know, since he's, since he got hurt and, uh, he's been up in, been up in the box helping, uh, helping out with the offense and uh, helping coach Jackson up. And um, he's, he's a great asset. And, um, you know, with his, with his thumb, uh, we don't really have a timeline on um, when he could be back, but, you know, selfishly, you know, of course I want him back as soon as we could, but it's not, 
not looking too great right now. Um, but the leadership he provides to the team, even without playing, is absolutely incredible. And to say that about a high schooler, um, it's, it's should be the ultimate compliment for a kid. Um, but yeah, so Jaron's awesome. And, um, Jackson, he did a tremendous job. The team, um, is really what won the game and what made it successful. Um, starting with his offensive line, having, uh, him to, having them to, pr- to protect him and be able to open up lanes for a running game. Uh, they were the, probably the MVP of the game. Defense, we played well. Probably the best game we played all year. Uh, able to simplify, simplify some things and do our job and play hard. And Hayden McCrary, he had a terrific game uh, playing linebacker. He is He's our dog on that side of the ball, and we look to him for leadership and energy, and he's, he's the guy that you want next to you being your teammate. Special teams did a great job as well. We probably had our best kickoff coverage we had all year long, and so all three phases of the game were able to put together a good team win, and um, Jackson Compton, he did a great job as a first-year or first-time starter as – a quarterback being a sophomore and uh the the future is bright for him the ceiling's high plenty of room to improve on and uh trust the process and work hard and um super excited for him to lead the team you know going forward this year and um for years to come well coach uh definitely uh this friday night um it's an MEC showdown. Um, even though you guys lost to Central, you guys are still undefeated in the MEC. Um, and St. Pius also suffered a non-conference loss this season, so both teams are six and one this season. Uh, both teams a great chance to win the conference. Um, this could very well be a shootout. There could be a lot of passing in this game. So, um, Coach, just talk about what you've seen on film uh, from the Warriors and. Um, what can we expect from this uh, huge football game on Friday? St. Pius, they're, they're a great program. They have some great players, both sides of the ball, uh, both athletes, and um, they're both skill guys and uh, linemen because um, linemen are athletes. We all know that. They're for sure athletes. Um, but – they do a great job. They're well coached. They play hard. They're disciplined. <clears throat> they they have some talent in multiple spots. Um, they're undefeated in the conference for a reason. They they really care about football, and you can tell. But um, it's a incredible opportunity for us. It really is uh, because you know one of our goals to start the season was to compete for conference, you know, it wasn't to win conference. It wasn't to, you know, put a win-loss record up or anything like that. But uh, the kids put themselves in a position to do that. And uh, if we're able to find a way to win Friday versus St. Pius, then um, we'd win conference as a three-way tie between us, St. Pius, and Maryville. 
coming into the next week playing Maryville and having a chance to outright win it. And um, Lafayette hasn't – we've been super close so many times. Um, 1995 was the last time that we won the conference. And we've been super close probably five years since I was there and coaching there and uh, just came up short. And that's part of it, part of competing. And um, the opportunity that presents itself that the kids absolutely earned, uh, it's pretty special. So uh, it's great motivation. It's our senior night as well, and the seniors that we have are outstanding leaders, and um, they deserve to be in this position. So super excited to be a part of their ride and their life, and, you know, we'll play as hard as we can, and what happens, happens. Well, it's definitely going to be a very exciting game. I'm going to be there on Friday night. It should be a great one there. Um, Coach, um, Thank you so much every single week for coming on the podcast, taking a few minutes of your time to talk about fighting Irish football. Thank you so much, and uh, we will see you on the field on Friday night. Thank you. I always got time to talk about Lafayette and talk about my boys and uh, our boys and um, always like to represent them in the right way because they deserve every bit of it. Thanks for having me, Clifton. That was Coach Ryan Schroyer of the Lafayette Fighting Irish. Thank you so much, Coach, for coming on. You can catch this big MEC conference matchup. If you can't make it to the game, you can catch it on the St. Joseph School District Sports Marketing page on Facebook or on ESPN3. The next matchup that we're going to talk about is the Highway 71 showdown between the Savannah Savages and the Maryville Spoofhounds. The 2021 rendition of the rivalry will take place at the Hound Pound as Savannah will look to break a 10-game skid in the series, while Coach Webb is looking to win his 11th straight game in the series. I know it's a, this is always a fun matchup when these two lock up, and I think this year it will be no exception. We had an opportunity to talk with both head coaches about this game, and we're going to kick that off by hearing from the head coach of the Savannah Savages, Kevin Kopecki. And we're here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. We are continuing on with the Week 8 pregame show. We are here with the head coach of the Savannah Savages, Kevin Kopecki, is back with us. Coach, how are you? Doing okay, Clifton. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, we're getting closer to um, playoff football. We've got a couple weeks left in the regular season. Um, coach, um, another tough defeat, another close game. 19-13 um, to 13 was the final um, homecoming against Chillicothe. Um Coach, just uh, walks through the game. Yeah, it was kind of a tough pill to swallow again. You know, it's uh, it was been kind of a rough week leading up to it. Uh, I lost my father, as a lot of people know. Went to the funeral on Monday and Tuesday. My staff did a great job of, you know, taking practice those days. And then with homecoming, uh, it was a wonderful parade and everything in Savannah. There's so much going on, so much school spirit. But it's also a lot of distractions for our kids. We don't make excuses, but, you know, there's just a lot going on. And uh, we weren't ready to go to start the game. In the first quarter, we came out pretty flat. The first time I've seen that probably all season out of our kids. And um, that was disappointing. But, um, you know, we rallied in the second half and rallied right before halftime and made a game of it. And, again, just came up six points short. And that's happened to us like three or four times this year. And, you know, I can't lie. It's, it's, uh, that's frustrating right now. But we just have to keep working. 
Well, Coach, uh, first of all, my condolences are, are out to you. Uh, I'll definitely be praying for you, and my condolences are out to you as far as your father's concerned. I appreciate that. Thanks, Clifton. I appreciate it a lot. Oh, anytime, anytime, Coach. Um, Coach, um, let's talk about um, let's talk about the Highway 71 showdown is upon us on um, Friday. Um, a little road trip to Maryville to take on the Spoof Hounds. It's a rivalry game. Um, Coach, um, just your thoughts on what you've seen from them on film, and um, what can we expect on Friday? You know, they're probably kind of in the same situation. We are a little bit frustrated how the season has gone as far as wins and losses go, but uh, you know, I still feel like we're a very good football team, and I know Maryville's a good team. They're they're in Class Two right now. They're going to make a run for the state playoffs and the state championship. You know, this fall when when things get serious, you know they'll be in the mix. Um, they're a very good football team on film. If you look at the teams that have beaten them, they're very good teams that they've lost to, and they've been very competitive in all their games. So uh, they're they're not uh, they're they're the same old Maryville, and they're they're they have an excellent program up there, Coach. Webb and those guys do a great job with that program and you know everybody's a little jealous of them to be honest in this area because they have what everybody else wants and that's just year in and year out a really good football team well coach it's definitely going to be another great game I know this is uh, definitely one of the best uh, rivalry games in the area and I think uh, this this game will be no exception um coach thank you so much for taking time um every single week for coming out on the podcast and um good luck to you and your boys the rest of the week in practice and good luck to you guys against Maryville Sounds, sounds good. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having us on. Now the Savannah Savage head coach, Kevin Kopecky. As I mentioned, we had an opportunity to talk with both head coaches, and that means that means we get to talk our weekly conversation with the head coach of the Maryville Spoofhounds, Matt Webb. Here's our conversation with Coach Webb. That's coming up right now. And we're here on the Clip Notes podcast. We are continuing on here with our Week 8 pregame show it is the Highway 92 Showdown. We are here with the head coach of the Maryville Spoof Hounds. That would be Matt Webb. Coach, how are you? Doing good. Uh, coach, um, last week at the Hound Pound, I um, had a non-conference um, showdown with a um, very good Lincoln Prep football team. Came down to the very end. Unfortunately, um, your Spoof Hounds came up short. 27 to 26 was the final score uh, with a field goal with a couple seconds left there. Um, coach, just um, walks through the ball game. <clears throat> It was a good football game. Um, you know, we uh, ended up uh, going up 14 to nothing in the first half and then um, allowed two scores to go in tied 14 all at halftime. Um, and then um, second half kind of went back and forth and um, we came back and, and took the lead. And then um, uh, with under a couple minutes to play, they drove the field and ended up kicking a short uh, basically PAT distance field goal to win with, uh, you know, a couple seconds on the clock, clock ran out. And so didn't make the plays that we need to. It's our uh, second one point loss at home this week. So our second, second one point loss at home this season. Um, so yeah, very, very uh, emotional game. Um, heartbreaking, like I said, uh, good football team that we had a chance to win. And, and in the end, they made the plays and we didn't. Coach, uh Stepping back into MEC play this week, um, like I said earlier, uh, I call it the Highway 92 showdown. Savannah comes to the Hound Pound this week to take on um, Maryville. Um, Coach, um, to your thoughts on the 2021 version of the Savages, and uh, what can we expect from this game on Friday? Well, you know, it's uh, it's it's a rivalry, like I said, and, um, you know, the, you throw the records out the book. You know, you got a couple teams that are three and four. Um, and make sure you got your highways, right? We don't want you going in the wrong direction because it's Highway 71. 
is what goes up is uh, the trophy that we play for. Um, so certainly if you're coming to the game, Cliff, and we'll make sure that you end up in the right spot. Um, you know, it's always a good game. Um, it's two communities that love their football programs. Um, you know, like I said, we've, we've, uh, it's been a rival for a long time, you know, both versions, you know, of us, um, and Savannah this year has had, uh, you know, their good spots and their low spots. Um, they've played, played some teams where they've scored a lot of points and then, um, they've struggled. And, and so, um, it's an MEC game. It's an important game. Um, we're both, uh, looking at our district seedings, I'm sure, and seeing where those will end up in a couple weeks. So, um, it should be a, a, a fun night here at uh, the Hound Pound. Um, we're fortunate to play at home, and um, they'll be ready to play, I'm sure. Absolutely. It's the Highway 71 showdown now. Absolutely, Coach. We need you to get everybody, get everybody to the game in the right direction. So That's right. Uh, Coach Webb, thank you so much again. Always uh, take a time out of your week to come on the podcast, talk about your football team, and uh, good luck to you and your boys the rest of the week in practice, and good luck to you guys against Savannah. Thanks, Clifton. Always appreciate, appreciate you and visiting with you each week. Thank you. That was Maryville Spoofhound head coach Matt Webb. Um, I can always count on coach to always um, keep me um, keep me on my P's and Q's during our interviews. Definitely, it is the Highway 71 showdown, not the Highway 92. We want to make sure we get our highways right there. So the final MEC conference game that we're going to talk about is the Benton Cardinals on the road at the Cameron Dragons. Both teams are winless in the conference, and both teams are are looking to get that win number one in the MEC. We had an opportunity to talk to the head coach of the Cameron Dragons, Jeff Wallace, for our weekly conversation. And here's that conversation right now. And we're here on the Cliff Dust Podcast. This is the week eight pregame show. We're getting closer to the end of the regular season. We are here with the head coach of the Cameron Dragons. That would be Jeff Wallace. Coach, how are you? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, coach, um, Last week took a trip took a trip to St. Joe. Um, Cameron ended up falling short to Lafayette, thirty-two to ten was the score. Um, coach just uh, walks through the game. Well, they I felt like our kids were, were ready to play, and, and uh, we came out and, and well, we did some pretty good things early. Uh, they hit a score on us, and we came back and threw verticals for a touchdown. They missed their points. We went up seven to six. You know, it was kind of back and forth a little bit. Saunders didn't play. I think he's got a he broke a thumb or did something along those lines. So uh, they put a, a young a young quarterback in who I thought did a tremendous job. For all of a sudden, hey, here you go, it's your turn now. Uh, you know, I thought he threw some great balls and and they really scattered the ball to their athletes and they got a bunch of them and let them kind of do some stuff. So you know, we just had a hard time at times staying with them in space and we didn't tackle well in the second half. It was nineteen ten at half. We missed a couple opportunities there later in the half. Uh, you know, you just you can't miss opportunities against against a good football team. And Lafayette is a very good football team. Uh, so you know that was kind of the game. And uh, you know, I really felt like I really felt like we didn't wear down as badly as we had the last couple of weeks. I mean, it was hot, but you know, our conditioning is a little bit better as we've gone on. I think we're doing some things just a little bit within the game to shorten that thing some. And I was uh, I was happy with how how we managed the game from that from that aspect. They're a good football team, and uh, you know, again, it's hard to look when you get beat. Hey, we got we got better. It's hard to say that, but again, when you know what your goals are, you know, you know what you're trying to measure and where you're going. Um, you know, we we did get better. We honestly did in this football game. Well, coach, you're going to get an opportunity this week. A final MEC conference game of the year before you guys take a non-conference game in the last week of the regular season. Back at home at Dave Goodwin Field, taking on the Bitten Cardinals, the other St. Joe team in the MEC. 
Um, Coach, just um, um, talk about the scouting report as far as Benton, and um, what can we expect on Friday? I think you're going to see two similar teams. and I mean, our, our years have really paralleled each other. You know, they've struggled a bit here and there, and so have we, uh, you know, and we're glad they graduated some nice kids and we did the same and just kind of trying to find our way here a little bit. But, again, when you look at their films week to week, uh, they've gotten better. They've, they're starting to do some things. I think they're figuring out, you know, what works, what doesn't work, and who our guys are and who we who we need to get the ball to and, you know, that type of stuff. And I mean, Wink, we're both doing the same thing. I mean, both teams are really, really similar. Uh, so they got a nice tight end. He does some really neat neat things. I love their quarterback. He's a quick young man. And number nine, I don't know his name. We didn't get a roster, but man, he's got some speed. Uh, he does some nice things. You know, and they they play with their defense a little bit. They're multiple on the defensive side of the ball. And you know, when when you start charting things they do on offense, they do so many things. Not really a lot of things, but just lots of different formations with little tweaks and things. So, but it's going to make you work defensively just to get yourself lined up correctly. Uh, it's going it's going to be a lot of fun. It really is. Well, Coach, I'm definitely looking forward to the game. Um, thank you so much for uh, coming on the podcast once again, every single week, taking time out. Um, good luck to you and your boys the rest of the week in practice, and good luck to you guys against Benton on Friday. Sounds great, Cliff. I appreciate it, my man. That was Cameron Dragon head coach Jeff Wallace with us on that conversation. The final game involving MEC teams is Chillicothe, and a non-conference road game they're going to be taking on Kansas City East. Hornets will be looking to go 5-3. and three on the regular season. And the Central Indians, they are on the road this week also, and their second to second to last game of the regular season, they are on the road at Staley to take on the Falcons. Usually Staley's a state title power, but their but their record they they've been a little down this year, but they're still a very formidable football team. I know coach Rampy really um, has them going the right way there. Uh we had an opportunity to talk with the head coach of the Central Indians, Reggie Trotter, we talked about last week's game against Lee Summit and a look ahead to their matchup with the Falcons. And we're here on the Cliff Dust Podcast. We are still continuing on with our Week 8 pregame show. And we are here with the head coach of the Central Indians once again. That would be Reggie Trotter. Coach, how are you? I'm doing pretty good, Clifton. I can't believe it's actually uh, Week 8. And excuse my voice crack there, but holy cow, I must be going through puberty again. So. <laughs> I, oh, Coach, uh, I think about that every year. I'm, I'm thinking, you know, two weeks ago it was – it seems like two weeks ago it was week one, and now it's week eight. So, um, yeah. But, Coach, um, last week, uh, unfortunately, um, came out on the wrong side of um, your guys' homecoming game last week against Lee Summit. 56-14 um, to 14 was the final score there. Um, coach, just um, walk through your thoughts on the game. Well, you know, it was one of those deals. We've actually been hit with a little bit of a rash of injuries here lately. Uh, we were down offensive line-wise. Uh, Javon Clark, who's been a staple in our left guard position, was out. Um, we had some uh, some other injuries. I mean, we had some guys that are banged up. Our two inside linebackers, Trayvon, uh, Trayvon McCaleb and Matthew Cottle, were both nursing ankle injuries and those, you know, when you have guys like that that, that play a lot of snaps for you and, and do a good job and they're seniors that, you know, really mean a lot to your team, uh, when they're not playing 100%, that definitely hurts you. Uh, and not to take anything away from Lee Summit uh, by any means, uh, but we didn't play very well. You know, we didn't play very well on offense. Uh, we didn't tackle very well on defense. And uh, that usually spells disaster for for any football team, let alone a team who's struggling like us. 
So, Coach, uh, I always talk about every week another opportunity to uh, get right, um, opportunity to go 1-0 for the week. Um, this week, um, a road trip to Staley. And um, a lot of people know Staley. They've been a Kansas City staple. It seems like they for years they've always been near the top. But record-wise, they're not really where they want to be right now. But um, they still seem like they're a pretty formidable football team on any given night. So, Coach, your thoughts on the Falcons as far as what you've seen on film and um, – what can we expect on Friday? Well, I think they're you know they're much better than I think their record shows. Uh, honestly, I, I really like their their quarterback. I think he's ran well. I think he's thrown the ball well at times. Um, to me, he's probably the more the most well-rounded quarterback in our conference. You know, he, he really can take off and really hurt you with his legs uh, as well. He's he's pretty decently accurate with his arms. So uh, I'm really impressed by a young man and and. Their team is going to fight, you know. They're at home. I believe it's their senior night. Um, they they have had a down year, uh, and for their standards, um, you know. But you know, it, it is what it is. You know, we're not uh, we're not playing. You know, we had not played well the last couple of weeks, so we're trying to find the right situations for us uh, as well as they are for them. And it's just a matter of uh, who guys come to play that night. Uh, they, you know, they're, they're with a new head football coach over there, and they're still trying to learn uh, Coach Rampy style and, and trying to make sure that they do things the right way, uh, the way he wants them to be done. And, um, you know, because they've had an extremely successful program for years. And so they're trying to melt that with uh, a new style. So I think at a, it should be a really good game, and I'm looking forward to the contest. Uh, but I'm really looking forward more to us playing well you know we haven't really done that a whole lot this year and I really want to play well for our team's sake uh going into the the future here well coach it's definitely a great opportunity for you guys to do that um thank you so much again for uh, coming on the podcast every single week talking about central Indian football and um we'll talk to you again next week and good luck to you guys against um Staley thank you very much Clinton it's been a pleasure being on here with you and looking forward to uh, talking to you again next week And thank you so much, Coach Trotter, for coming on the podcast once again. That will do it for our first segment of the Week 8 pregame on the Week 8 pregame show. On our second segment, we recap the big game between East Buchanan and Mid Buchanan. We'll preview both of their games for the upcoming week and preview the big game of the KCI between Hamilton and West Platte. All that and so much more on the Cliff Notes podcast Week 8 pregame show.